0: Hello, 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 hello. And welcome in. Welcome in to. Here we are. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to a very special episode of. R Cubed. The Roaming Rains. Radio Hour. That was a two minute fucking interlude. Can you believe that shit? I had time to come in, set up, start recording, and fucking give you guys the best archived. It's Sunday, September twenty-sixth, nineteen eighty-five. No, it's twenty twenty-one. I am recording from the bunker. It's episode eighty-eight of archived rum Reigns. I'm kind of out of breath because I had to rush up here to record. I was hearing a sermon about money management from the matriarch, which we'll get to at the top of the hour. But yeah, at my age, still getting money management tips, which is fine. It's not, not anything against her. It's just her nature to do that. And truth be told, I am paying every responsibility that I need to, as far as bills, as far as etc. etc. So there's that shit. I shouldn't have disconnected the phone. I shouldn't have put it in airplane mode because I got to read you guys this funky fucking bullshit I got. Oh, well, I guess I could read the screenshots of it. <sighs> What was I going to title this? Um, I don't know. I was going to title this Extreme Rules, Whirlwind Day. Um, curtain Call. I don't know what to call this episode. Eighty-eight, Crazy 88s. I guess Crazy 88s would be a good episode title. No notes. No, nothing to nothing to fucking follow it with. Nothing to, to jump off from. Well, there's a lot of shit to jump off from. So... This week. When was the last time I recorded By the Fucking Way? When was it? It was the 12th, so exactly 14 days ago I recorded. Oh, it was that that weekend that the fucking packs lost to... Fucking Fast and Furious motherfuckers. The Packers lost to the fucking Saints. It was embarrassing. They since bounced back on Monday Night Football. They beat the Lions, but nobody cares about that. Well, I do. Shout out to everybody that's still listening. Thank you, guys. I've seen the numbers. I've seen it. And so this is episode 87. last one got a couple hits. Good times. I did enjoy Malignant. Right now I'm sitting here staring at the Thing remake and then the Thing, John Carpenter, almost John Carpenter version. And the DVD version of Zack Snyder's Justice League, borrowed from the library. By the way, I have one item overdue, and it's Paper Tigers. It's a fucking movie that nobody wants to rent that I just forgot to renew. So I got to drop it off tomorrow at work. I will be returning to work tomorrow after. Hmm. So I went to work last week, Monday and Tuesday, and then Tuesday was my last day there for the week. Sound sounded like I quit or changed jobs. Because I asked for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend off, and then I'm tomorrow I'm back. Actually, it was just Wednesday that I needed off because I went to up in up from the sewer tour 2021. Metal Blade presents the Black Dally Murder with opening acts Undeath, Carnifex, Rivers of Nile, and After the Burial. Which I missed all the opening band. Uh, I don't know which band I I showed up uh, like an hour after to see, but I missed all of them and I should have caught Undeath undeath first because they were pretty fucking awesome and I liked them. I hyped them up and I tweeted them and they retweeted me so I, I owe Undeath another chance when they come and play in town. I will go see them again. Oh, and then Last Sunday, actually, I went to see Soulfly. Yes, Max Cavalera Soulfly. And I don't know who the fuck opened for them, but... I'm glad I missed that. I, I kind of got in concert mode, and that's probably what's... jarring to... family, is... that... that I'm going to concerts. Oh, I, by the way, I also got a COVID test results from... I believe it was Friday. So two days after the concert, and one day after I came back, and it's negative, so, knock on wood, thank God. (sighs) Thank you guys for listening, I have 2,416 all-time plays, 10 unique listeners in the last seven days, and an audience of 13 people, minus one, because, and I should get to this right away, because this is fucking weird bullshit, by the way, I hadn't listened to Tell him Steve Dave in months since May. So almost four, five months. Four months. Four months or so. And then yesterday I was doing some yard work, which I will continue today and I'll continue most of the week. But I was doing some yard work and I started listening to tell him Steve. Actually, I started listening to tell him Steve Dave on my drive to, where did I go? Mesa, Arizona. So from El Paso to Mesa is about six hours. I made it into less than that, but... Also got a rental car, so I got to shout out my my BFF for that. Thank you for the rental and the employee discount rental fee. And yeah, so I drove a Nissan Sentra, which I'd never driven a Nissan like that, but I liked it. The motherfucker handled good gas mileage. Um, I did get like a killer price on it, like, so I may just do that whenever I need to rent a car. I'll just go to the fucking dealership and rent one there. So. I drove to Mesa, Arizona, but let's let's save the, the positive for the rest of the show. So I got a fucking random DM yesterday after after I started the day. Pretty cool, you know. Wake up, make tea, make coffee, pumpkin spice, make breakfast, turkey bacon toast, egg whites, egg beaters, if you will. So and the day goes by, pretty, pretty chill. Oh, I've been watching Midnight Mass too on Netflix, but more on that in a bit. So I've been outside, it was cloudy, it was rainy, it was was like the perfect weather day for fucking yard work. Today it's not, today's fucking sunny and nasty and I wish the sun would fuck off already. It's supposed to be fall, not summer. But anyway, days are getting shorter again, the weather's getting better for walking also i'm supposed to start a million steps the million step challenge next month so i'm gonna gear up for that got some new shoes and i'm not gonna fuck that up but anyway so i'm out there listening to the last probably dozen or so tom steve daves that i hadn't listened to of course i listened to a couple on the drive to mesa arizona not a lot maybe so i split it up between like music and stand-up and and other podcasts, like Anything Ghosts, and I think that's all I listen to. I should listen to Talk is Jericho, because Adam Cole was on, but... So, I listened to Tom Steve Dave this week for the first time in a while, and of course, as soon as I do that, the fucking weirdness starts again, which is fucking weird. So, anyway, I got this DM yesterday. I was actually out there already. Working on the yard and shit, and just listening to the podcast, going through them, laughing and shit, enjoying it. Not really worrying about too much, and I mean, dreading going back to work, obviously. But you know, I'll get into work mode. Doesn't matter. Also, some good news. Good news on the work front. The day that I was supposed to leave, Wednesday morning, I get a call from HR from my work. The lady that works like a couple cubicles down for me to ask me about a certain position that I applied for, and if I could. Come in later that afternoon. I'm like, I'm not there. I'm going out of town. And so she had to get back to my boss. And then she called me again. She said the boss set up the interview for this Monday at 9. So I'm good. And hopefully it's more money and it's less bullshit. And the money. The money. Not to sound like a greedy fuck, but this is America. Land of opportunity. And if I can get more money to do the same things I've been doing, fuck it. I feel like I earned it. I feel like I deserved it. I feel like I can, you know, do a good job. But anyway, so that was the start of the week. Fast forward to Saturday again, and now I'm doing the weeds, and then I take a moment to grab my water and take a quick breather. It's not hard work, but it's just like, instead of using a weed whacker or weed eater, it's like a shovel. It's just regular work Plus, it's been a while, so maybe I'll start yoga, too. It's been a while with the yoga. But anyway, I get this fucking DM from this person who I haven't talked to in forever. Not like I talk to them regularly. Like, they're they're in the fandom. They're friendly. They're, they're all right. Like a well-wisher here and there. I'm always positive comments for this person, and that's it. Like, I never got too personal with them. I never got too deep and involved or whatever. I think they did have me on Facebook. Well, I know for sure they don't anymore. Just because I was sifting through Facebook just to see why. Why do I have all these notifications and shit and bullshit? So I saw her that day and then later on when I was about to uninstall it or whatever. It's like that lady (laughs) was a con from Facebook too. So I'm like, fine, whatever, fuck it. And I'm only mentioning it here because I don't even make a big deal out of it on Twitter, right? Like, I thought about replying through DM and then maybe making a tweet about it, and, but it's, like, too much effort, too much energy. I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck, so... I'll just preface what I'm about to say with this. If you're gonna unfollow me, just fucking unfollow me. Like, don't don't DM me to tell me why you're gonna unfollow me and leave a cryptic, cryptic fucking message that's uh, supposed to, like, who jar me out of my boots or some shit. Just fucking unfollow and I'll be fine. I don't give a shit. I don't need explanations. Lord knows I certainly never explain to people why I unfollow or block them. And the last motherfucker I blocked was because he's annoying fuck. And it's somebody who I, I found out a lot of things about. And I'm like, why, why am I following this person? And that's it. And I know a lot of stuff about this person. And no, know it's how you think. And it's not... It's not an it person or it's not a upper echelon person. No, it's just a dude who's in the fandom. I think he's like been brainwashed by the cult. He's from out west, he's from like the Bible, belt, but from out west, out west, but south. He's from like the south, that whatever. But yeah, I don't understand. Like, this, this guy would periodically message me to be like. Hey blah blah blah. Hey it's like so and so wants to know why you blocked them or so and so wants to know why you're not talking to them. I'm like, why in the fuck are you being somebody's messenger boy and why in the fuck are you messaging me about it? And I don't know. That was just I let that slide and then um I muted this this dude and he would still like at me and reply me and shit. i'm like dude i don't want to hear from you i don't want to talk to you and now this ain't this ain't somebody from frank five days It's someone someone from the cult headquarters this is not somebody from Desdy town but i mean he wishes he was but he's not anyway welcome to the whole gossip episode of rku revelations and i fucking hate doing this type of shit but it just it's mildly irksome and irritating. But I'll just say. So, onto the DM that I got. And this was at around one thirty here here, something like that. It's like, here's a DM. I'm not going to name names or Twitter handles, obviously. Because I'm not giving one, I'm not giving somebody credence or, or fame or popularity, no. At least not on this podcast. If you want fame and popularity? Go make an OnlyFans. Go start your TikTok. Go. all your bullshit. Don't fucking take it out on me. So anyway, this DM reads, Hey man, I'm going to unfollow you, but I want you to know why. And I never end up actually knowing why. It's all cryptic. I've heard some not good things from someone I have met and trust. What the fuck does that mean? Someone you met and trust? Someone you just met and you trust them already? By the way, this is I believe a 50-year-old lady is all i'll say and again not not attacking her in any way it's just like okay we we exchanged pleasantries nothing too personal this person was in my life this person doesn't have my phone number they were on my facebook and twitter and that's it i think maybe on on my instagram and then i just went ahead and and followed her because like why am i going to follow her if she she's the one that's giving me the fucking the extended dissertation on why i'm going to follow you but anyway so she's heard not good things it's in line with what she's heard before so she's heard things about me and, and so what i'm supposed to be like oh please don't don't unfollow me i'm so lonely i'm so broken if you unfollow me please There's a lot worse fucking shit going on out there than me having to worry about you unfollowing me. Like, I'm going to fucking hang it up. I'm going to slash my wrists. I'm going to kill myself because this 50-year-old married woman from up north is not going to follow me on Twitter anymore. So, to conclude, the rest of her DM says, I gave you the benefit of the doubt this time but I can't again. That makes no sense. I give you the best of the doubt this time, but I can't again. I wish you the best, but I am out. What am I supposed to say to that? Please don't go over. Who told you that? Tell me our demand names. It's as cryptic as it can get. Like, I don't know why you fucking unfollowed me. I don't really care why you unfollowed me. I don't care the fuck you, who you talk to. I don't care what the fuck people are saying about me it's fucking it's ridiculous this worse in high school it was a 50 year old woman what am i supposed to say to that i don't even remember that she fucking followed me anyway until i went and looked and then on fucking facebook of course still following me until like i, I uh like saw one of her birthday wishes to me from like 2 years ago and i'm like i'm going to go ahead and like that and see if she'll notice yeah she noticed she fucking took me off facebook let's see she like sent me uh, happy birthdays on Facebook and now two, three years later, it's like, Hey man, I'm going to unfollow you because I was gossiping about you and you know, it's whatever. Fuck your sewing circle, man. The fuck all that shit. I think I give a fuck. You think, Oh, I'm going to lose a fat, the fandom. lose my identity. Why, why go on living? You know what? It was me. And tell them, Steve, Dave, before all this fandom and bullshit and cult shit and people, it was just me and the podcast. And that was fine with me. And shit, I was happier. I was happier. I mean, I had Twitter and shit, and, and I, I didn't really necessarily message the guys or whatever. But I was happier just, like, listening and and, and joking and laughing and, and enjoying all the ribbing and innuendo and fucking callbacks and shit and now it's like hey did you listen to this did you hear this did you guys want to join our patreon did you guys want to uh pay the top tier it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of bang for your buck i'm sure it is i mean it's a business i understand it but it's like if you're not in the inner sanctum and the inner circle then you're you're nothing and i honestly couldn't give a shit about that and that's it it's like, she wishes me the best. I mean, all you had to do is like, I wish you the best and then unfollow. Or not even that, just fucking unfollow. I, I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have cared. I still don't. I just have to bring it up. It's like, is it me? Is it cryptic or what? It's like, I'm going to unfollow you because people are gossiping about you. Well, let them fucking gossip. I don't care. When I went to Frank Five Day, I, I maneuvered in and out of the groups. Not that I was actually, you know, canoeling or, or you know whatever with people because uh, i don't i don't think i would get along with those people they were weird as fuck the same group of people that always go to the shit the same events the same fucking circle of people that are always there at the stash events the same fucking people and then when somebody comes from out of town they try to like fucking uh face hug you like the alien fucking spider They try to suck the life out of you but i'm like nah. so earlier this year when i went to frank five day i didn't I traveled alone. I got to, to Tessie Town on my own. I fr- fucking spent the day there on my own pretty much. That was fine. And then I left and I came back on my own. And I'm good with that. I mean, I, I was nice to the few people that were nice to me. The, the, I was trying to find the, the girl that gave me a bottle of water. And Frank, I think it was Frank Six. One of the, one of the younger Franks. He was a cool dude. I appreciated talking to him. But I mean maybe it's my crippling social anxiety or maybe it's my age and maybe it's the fact that I don't give a shit about I gotta belong and these are my friends. These are my online friends from online and and they're my best friends forever. You say that, but then when I show up and I'm like, hey guys, I'm here, what's up, how's it going? "Hmm." I turn into a, a fucking mist, into a fucking specter. It's a little eye opening, but did I open my mouth about it? Just here. Was I really fucking ribbing anyone? No. Was I really denigrating anybody? Not really. I was like, I don't care then. I mean, you showed me your your hand. You showed me your true colors. It's fine. Go with God. Do what you got to do. But uh, yeah. What what would I gain from fucking going online be like the following people are not who they say they are. They're not true. They're not cool. They're not this. Gains nothing. Plus, I'm a dude. No one's going to fucking believe me anyway. So I'm not playing the victim card here. I just... If you're going to unfollow me, just fucking unfollow me. Don't tell me about it. Don't give me a preamble. Don't give me a cryptic fucking message. I don't care. I don't give a fuck who you talk to. I don't care what you think you know about me. You don't know shit. And I've got enough to deal with in my life Then. To worry about why someone who I rarely talk to in three fucking years up and decides to unfollow me. I would have appreciated it more if you just quietly went out the door and said nothing about unfollowing me, but now it's this it's like a mosquito bite, it's irritating. It'll go away eventually, it always does. So there's the unpleasantness. Somebody lost faith in me. Somebody gave me benefit of the doubt. That's fine. Always making it out like I'm a fucking pariah. I'm like the fucking... I don't know. who Who's... Um, oh, Cameron Crow. I'm like the Cameron Crow of, of Tazdy Town. Just meeting, riding with the groupies and the fucking... The bands. And I still can't believe... And I just burped on mic. But I still can't believe there's people who have never met... The guys from TESD or or anyone like that, and 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 they're saying they would sell their souls and give their left nut to go there. And when they do, it's either super awkward or super disappointing. Or much like the Dark Side of the Ring episode where Ric Flair and Tommy Dreamer <sighs> ate shit. But it's true what RVD said: never meet your heroes because they're disappointing. They're going to disappoint. Even though I've met my <laughs> podcast heroes numerous times and. I still keep gravitating towards them again. I don't know. But there's that. So just as an FYI, if you're going to unfollow me, just fucking do it. Even even Blondie there, the girl I used to talk to here, she recently unfollowed me on Letterboxd and I found out on my own and then I saw that she unfollowed me on Instagram after her continuously still messaging me. Finally unfollowed me. And was I okay with it? I was fine with it. Did I need her to fucking tell me why? Or she's like, I'm going to unfollow you now. I don't give a shit. And people who fall down holding themselves, clutching themselves because somebody unfollowed them. You guys are so potato chip. It's where the kids say now: ridic. It's so ridiculous. But this is not a downer podcast. Oh, and by the way, a slut with morals podcast is back apparently two, three episodes. And, and now she's. An advocate for men's health and vets and, and all this stuff. And, and she's about to interview some TikToker or whatever. So good for you, Ruby May. I mean, I asked you to be on this podcast and you're like wishy washy about it. So cool. What else? Oh, shout out to Totes, my lady, my friend Julie from Arizona. Didn't get to see her. Shout out to Dave Weimer's Cult of Dave Podcart. I saw Dave at Frank Five Day walking with some people. He did show up, but I was like, well, I was actually within an earshot. I was like gonna say hello, but I'm like, well, the company some people keep. I don't know. But yeah, I saw Dave Weimer and everybody else. The only one that actually was like stoked that I was there when they finally saw me was Tommy Lincoln. And I'll always appreciate that. That made my fucking day. I still still makes me happy to think about it. So whenever I do go back there, and I'll I'll talk to Tommy and and ask him how his family's doing and everything and, and that'll be that. That'll be good. So I've got four minutes before I take my break, but so there's that, the unpleasantness. When I return, I'll talk about the Soulfly show. Parting with some coworkers and his girlfriend. <laughs> Coworker, your girlfriend. I'm not trying to be mean. They they, they bought me drinks. Yeah, I had some beers. I, I fell off the wagon again. But, I mean, I wasn't super drunk. So that, that show was chill. And then the total contrast of the show in fucking Mesa, Arizona. But, but, I mean, and also just how do you do a road trip six hours on your own? And how do you make it? own? Oh, and, and by the way, when you got to ask family for a couple of schmeckles to make it up there for gas. I mean, I have enough for the staying arrangements up there, Airbnb, enough for the show ticket. And I got my time off at work with pay. And I probably had to gas to get there, but gas to get back. So I had to ask for a little schmeckle, which was like pulling teeth with with family. But I made it, and I came back. That's that's, that's another thing. It's now going back to the money thing and making more money. It's like I can make more money, work more hours, and have more money and, and pay everything I have to. And i probably still won't slake the need or satisfy the idea of me to family or like, Oh, that's all you make. That's it. Or, or in the matriarch's cases, like going to a concert is immature. Spending money on a trip is immature. Living my life is immature. Even though I do take care of everything here, fiscally speaking. And I do it because I owe it to her, obviously my life, but it's immature to do that. It's going to a death metal concert is against God. Going to death metal shows, satanic. Going to a death metal show of a bands that I like, music that makes me happy. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not stepping over anyone to go there. I'm not going over there to get drunk. Shit, I was fucking sober. I barely even vaped in Arizona, and I could have. I could have taken gummies. I could have gone shit faced. I didn't. I didn't. The only vice that I had up there was fucking In and Out Burger, and it was terribly disappointing. But uh, yeah. So, so all the tiny little bits of joy that I have in my life are systematically being cut down by family members, coworkers, friends, the internet, internet acquaintances, people that unfollow me. It's like, well, uh, I'm going to unfollow you. I didn't even give a fuck that you were following me. And uh, with that, I'll, I'll put a pin on that and come back. I got to talk wrestling. I got to talk. That was the Kenny Omega thing, by the way, which I've been listening to non- nonstop. But I'll come back, talk about Soulfly, the Black Dally murder. Being in live shows again, I do have pictures and snaps of, of the BDM. Not not the Soulfly show, I should have though, but had a blast. And then of course, going back to work and podcasts and shaving my head and movies I'm watching or planning to watch and TV shows and life in general. But it is September 26th and you're listening to R-Cubed. This has been Side A, Side B coming up very shortly in just a sec. And I love you all for listening. I'll be right back. Al rato. Cavaletta said, everyone's going insane. Blood, fire, war, hate. That was a good song, wasn't it? And welcome back to Side B of episode Crazy 88. That was from the SoFi album Conquer. They did play that song live, by the way, last Sunday. So, let's go to the good stuff. Fuck all that bullshit. And yes, yes, I've kept my hand on the pulse of of the fandom, the cult, whatever, on Twitter. And, yeah, it's, it's looks like it's fucking devolving, so I'm like, maybe I should have stayed out, stayed back. I mean, last year was one of the most peaceful years I had, as far well as internet fucking, you know, not being on the internet. So maybe I'll do that again, maybe for 2022. I'll just do that, I'm like. No online, no online presence other than maybe Reddit. Reddit, Reddit's fine with me. Reddit and regular news or YouTube. I don't need to know what anyone else is doing. But anyway, so Sunday, let's go with Sunday. Well, let's go with all week. Previous to last weekend, I worked worked overtime and it was cool. I much like my coworkers. We loathe eight to five because that's when we get to talk to the public but after five and if you're doing overtime like me you get to just chill listen to whatever i listen to a lot of busted open podcasts a lot of the soulfly i listened through all the Soulfly um discography leading up to sunday because i was so stoked to see them it was like one of my first shows rock shows back since the lockdown mm-hmm. and then of course the subsequent t- trip to mesa arizona to see the black dahlia murder fucking hurt uh, because I was supposed to see them last year on my birthday, when they released the album that they're touring on now, the Green album, Verminous. Which is a fucking killer album, man. And, and shit. I was so happy to see them. And so happy that it. I'm not sure if it all sold out, but it was pretty fucking packed, so I'm, I'm glad for them. Of course, they demanded proof of vaccination plus you know, they had a lot of hand sanitizer there. They had a lot of... It was one of the first concerts that I've gone to outside of El Paso, which is which was like super hot. And then I didn't fucking drink water. at. Well, I had water in the car, but I didn't drink during the set. But I was perfectly fine. But anyway, my first two concerts back, and I couldn't be happier. And, and yeah, I haven't gone to a movie. I am going to go see Venom, Let There Be Carnage, probably watch... Venom sometime this week and yeah and then get ready gear up for spoopy spoopy movie season I'm kind of irritated that I have a fucking block on my library account because this one movie that I literally finished watching on Friday and I didn't return it so it was due last Wednesday but I gotta return it like immediately so it's gonna be there in the morning when I turn it in tomorrow because fuck them I want to keep checking out movies and shit but it'll be there and yeah paper tigers was good though it's like these three kids that get trained by a sifu a, a gung-fu master and then they grow up and they're old and he dies and they have to avenge his death and this was pretty entertaining it, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be I liked it had a good rotten tomato score the beach house was bullshit don't don't kid yourself. Don't do bother watching the beach house. It was bullshit. It sucked. It was weird and made no sense. I mean, it looked quality, but it, it sucked. I'm not even going to tell you what the beach house was about. You can either Google it or skip it, but trust me, skip it. Anyway, shout outs to the homie up there in Scotland. Shout out to Adam in the Netherlands. Shout out to Nicky Branco in Ireland, if they still listen. Shout out to Ming Chen, wherever he's at now. <laughs> Shout out to all the homies on the East Coast in New York, New Jersey, belated to LaDondo. Shout out to my homie Amy, shout out to my homie Alex, shout out to the Buds up there in Canada, eh? there's more Buds now, eh? but at our worst should come back. Shout out to Bud, shout out to other Bud, girl Bud up there in Letterkenny, shout out to Amy in California. Shout out to Alicia in Nebraska. And, yeah, shout out to everyone in the breadbasket. Oh, shout out to Aaron in Georgia, too. Glad she's okay, because Georgia had some fucking bombings or some bullshit, so glad Aaron's okay out there in Georgia. She probably doesn't listen, but okay, she does. Shout out to her. Shout out to the local listeners. I don't, I don't know how many of them listen here locally. I have no clue. The only way to do that is to maybe try to get some... Some playtime, some airtime on the fucking local radio, and then just pimp the podcast and disappoint people. But whatever. Episode eighty-eight, motherfuckers. Close to close to hundred. I mean, I could have done more if I hadn't skipped a week or two there. But I'm trying to pop my toe. Fuck, that sucks. So this whole fly show, it was—it's literally down the street from where I live. And by literally down the street, I mean probably about ten miles down the street it wasn't that far really it's literally a straight shot which i like i like that that venue exists it's a little shitty bar but i mean the cool bands play there it's a small place it's a small dingy bar like biker rock venue but they get some good bands so whoever's booking them fucking the last time i was there i think i saw light the city i forget who i saw probably light the city which I could have seen, and from, I could have seen some European bands, but fuck. Oh, I should, could have seen Kalma, too, but I kind of regret that, because those are some of my favorite bands, and they literally came to play down the street, so I kicked myself for that. And this was pre-pandemic, too, but uh, the last time I was there, I got really shit-faced, and um <laughs> asked to borrow the cowboy hat oh, above the bar and i wore it for like a song i didn't get in trouble i didn't get beat up or anything the the bartender chick or whoever the fuck or somebody from the bar was like hey give me the hat back now i'm like i wasn't gonna take it so they thought i was some fucking miscreant. then why did they give me the fucking hat they let me borrow it and destroy it but whatever and then there they kind of take your drinks away if you go to the front of the stage. Like they think you're going to throw something yet. They still say, they still sell glass bottles and shit I don't really break anything. But so the Soulfly show started at six, I think yeah, it started at six, which sucks because the sun didn't go down until seven. And it was particularly hot last Sunday. So I just hung out. I even napped before the show and, and I was sober and I took vitamins and I was like, mm, maybe I'll just stop and get a, uh, Polar Pop from Circle K It's like a drink Like a big gulp But it's a Polar Pop Because there's a Circle K and a 7-Eleven Right on the way there But I got me a Polar Pop I think I also ate beforehand Well I also wanted to eat after But I, I literally had like just Pocket change to my name And so I had a full tank of gas I had that I had my vape pen Which I think it's my vape pens here somewhere I hope so I go to the show after seven. So at this point, it started already. I'm like, mm, do I really want to be there and to the see if people watching the opening bands? I'm like, mm. and I didn't plan on drinking, so I wasn't gonna get drunk. I ended up being a little drunk. So I got to thank my homeboy for hooking it up because my friend from work. Well, I guess because we've hung out outside of work, and he's kind of metal and shit. So we, I don't know if i would still hang out with him, but he's still cool. But anyway. We, so I saw him outside of the venue, like smoking a cigarette. He was like, hey, what's up? He recognized me with a mask, so I'm talking to him. He's having a cigarette. I'm like, I'm already vaped. High so I I stayed in the car from 7 till around mm, almost 9 or so, just vaping and shit, talking to some friends. And so I get there, and I'm, I'm pretty nice and high, and the social anxiety is down, so that's cool. Go in there, I don't know what, what all band just finished playing, but I was like, I don't care. I was thinking of getting some merch, but the merch was fucking expensive, and I didn't have any money. I could have gotten a shirt, I should have gotten a shirt, or maybe a patch set, that would have been cool. Five dollar patch set, but next time, they will come back, they make good money. But, um, shit, I haven't said um in so long. I'll tell you know I've got a little pod rust, but so so light takes a while to set up and start which i notice i, I noticed too with the black dialy murder they took a while to start and then set up which is fine but i was high uh, i see my coworker again he introduces me to his girlfriend she's exactly as i pictured her I'm not, I'm not saying that in an insulting way but um very nice very cool and they got me i think in total they bought me like three beers which is cool and we hung out we were in the pit i was actually in the pit and some people were acting fools, but security took care of that, so it was, it was cool. I like the security in El Paso. Phoenix, it's a little different. You can stage dive and do all that stupid shit. I don't like the stage diving because I don't think people are going to carry me. Saw this larger girl stage dive at the Black Dahlia concert and nobody picked her up, so she just fucking hit the floor. So I don't want that to happen to me. So I don't trust strangers at a rock show to carry me, but um, no more um. Fuck it. So anyway, Soulfly played all the songs that I like. Dino you from Fear Factory was the guitarist? He was fucking awesome. Had a great time, and I still went to work the next day. By the way, but Soulfly played all the hits, the the Sepultura hits, Soulfly hits, a Fear Factory song, Brazilian, English, Spanish. The crowd was into it. I I don't understand like random people that that come to a show or we're standing waiting for the show to start. And a guy just comes up and stands like inches away from me. I had my mask on, which is just cool. I had my mask on most of the to the set, the Soulfly set, until the show started or still, until I started drinking. But as soon as it was over, I put it back on. <sighs> and knock on wood. But um, yeah, the random people that... Fuck, that's the third. Um, Never again. So the people that come from out of town to watch the show, I guess from New Mexico. White dudes, obviously. One dude came and like fucking sat Indian style on the floor next to me. The other one was already like standing way too close to me, double fisting beers. I'm like, okay, they look well. The, the one that was standing, he looked like he was military, young, and the other one was a little bit older, like a metal nerd maybe, on the floor, at a bar, on the fucking floor. Like, why? Why can't you just stand? I want to fucking sit down and all. Oh, and by the way, I went to the show wearing just like my. My most comfortable, like shorts, not even cargo shorts, and my was it Vans? Yeah, I think it was my Vans, and that's what I wore to this whole fly. And I wore what did I wear? Was it a? I think it was a white shirt, I think it was an orange Cassidy shirt. No, 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 it was my Black Sabbath shirt, red logo, Black Sabbath. Which, by the way, again, the matriarch is explaining to me that Black Sabbath is satanic and evil because she's watching Kirk Cameron talk shit about Black Sabbath and Aussie on TV to other like-minded Christians. The caveat here is that my mother and my aunt, who are now super religious, I don't know, Christian, I suppose, my mother and my aunt went to a Black Sabbath show in Arizona. And they got hot box and they got contact high from going to see Black Sabbath. They were in a concert and people were smoking weed around them. They didn't know, but I think that's the closest my mom's ever gotten to being high. Unless I gave her like a gummy and then she became high. But my mom's gone to see Black Sabbath. I've never gone to see fucking Black Sabbath. I would kill to go see Black Sabbath. She went to see Black Sabbath back in the day. And before COVID and shit. And now my aunt and her are super religious. And now she's telling me that Ozzy and Black Sabbath are the devil and satanic and and that I shouldn't listen to them. I'm like, mom, I've been listening to them for years, I have records, and she's like, You're that's horrible. To which I had to remind her that she and my aunt went to see Black Sabbath in concert. They paid money to go see Black Sabbath. And she gets angry that I remind her of that. Like, she says, oh, everyone makes mistakes. I'm like, mom, it's not a mistake. You just went to a concert. That doesn't make you a Satanist. And then she gets mad. So these are the arguments I have with my mother, who is, I mean, I'm, I'm not making fun of her. I'm not detracting from her being spiritual or religious or anything. I'm not taking away from that at all. But it goes back to the point that I was making earlier, that in her mind, going to a show in Arizona even though I have vacation time and I'm getting paid for that. And I made arrangements other than I didn't anticipate to have one or two things due around that time. So I had to ask her for a little bit of a extra shekels just to have a little safety net. She said, it's immature. It's irresponsible. responsible. Well, it's not responsible because I'm going to keep fucking working for the rest of the year, maybe even 12 hours, maybe longer and especially the weekend after black friday is going to be hell but fuck it and yeah and hopefully get a raise at work but i'm gonna i'm gonna be like can can you do i'm gonna have to negotiate for a raise but do what i can by the way this week will mark six months of me getting reinstated and being at this job and by the way last week before i left Well, I already noticed, but the manager and the supervisor called me into their office to have like a little one-on-one away from my coworker, my homie, and the new girl that that we trained, which kind of felt awkward because I was like, am I in trouble? Because did I like tee off against somebody and then they called the bitch at me, whatever. So it wasn't about that. It was to tell me that they might, you know. That we might be losing losing a person, so to hang in there. So there was that, and then in fact, this week on Tuesday before I left, I noticed that the only other girl that started with me and my home my homeboy, she's now gone. She I think she went to another department, so she probably didn't like it here. She's not gonna like it there anymore because, well, unless it's just a department where she doesn't get yelled at over the phones or whatever. But I think the thing about this department is, yeah kind of some turnover if you aren't thick-skinned, but I am thick-skinned. People tell me that they unfollow me, and I'm like, mm, I've heard worse while working. So, but yeah, it kind of sucks. She, she was cool, and we kind of talked or whatever, but I think she was also looking for an exit strategy and job security, and of course, who can blame them because, you know, after what happened in 2020, I'm kind of looking for job security too, so this is probably the spot. The money's good. So yeah, they they told me about that, and they they told me to hang in there, and lo and behold, I have this interview tomorrow to hopefully get more money for doing the same shit that I already do. Or more money for less responsibility would be perfect for me. I aspire for that. I don't aspire to take on more, to wear many more hats. By the way, tonight is Extreme Rules WWE pay-per-view, but I don't have a premium peacock anymore, so... I don't know about that. I haven't, I haven't even watched Rampage or Dynamite. I can't. Every time I try to, my sister just fucking cockblocks me with the fucking wrestling. Oh, by the way, on Friday I did make adjustments and tweaks to my car's alternator. It doesn't squeak anymore. It revs up better. It, it picks up speed and RPMs better. So I figured out how to do that. I worked on my car. I'm going to work on the yard tonight. I've been walking for the last couple of days because I heard Gidem's walking two hours a fucking day. And I'm about to do a thousand, a million steps challenge. So I need to step it the fuck up big time. So like I can't, can't keep fucking up anymore. I got to do that. I got to eat better and I got to get back on the yoga too. Otherwise it's going to suck. I don't want to go into my forties. Like a shit, shit man. Like a fat shit. I haven't heard about Colonel Q's depression, but I guess that's where it's headed. I did start watching Rock of... One, well, Daisy of Love. I remember that chick. I remember watching that. I don't remember how it ended, but I can't believe fucking Adam Green and and the Colonel and Brian Johnson, Johnson are all into that shit now. I remember watching it when it was on TV. My best friend growing up, he would always have that shit playing at his parents' house or at his apartment or whatever. I'm like, why do you watch this stupid shit? He's like, she's hot. Daisy de la Fuente is a fucking... <laughs> was a fake-titted bimbo, and I'm sure not much has changed. No offense to her, I know mean, she's gone through some shit, but I guess on the side of reality TV shows, it was entertaining, but is there any quality or substance to that? Like brain protein, like Guillermo del Toro would say? Brain candy or brain protein? Which reminds me I need to watch Dead Alive. Oh, I do have that DVD somewhere. So yeah. So that takes care of Soulfly. that takes care of work, that takes care of losing the one homegirl that started with us. She didn't even make it to six months. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what what the future is going to bring, but I just at least want to get some solid, like a solid year working somewhere before I fucking, you know, make some more changes or hopefully make more money, take care of all my responsibilities, and then, you know, get my own place again. That's the goal. So, step by step. I And I hate this cliche that they throw around at work Like little by little, shut up. <laughs> just say one day at a time. Just hit me with more cliches. I hate that shit. Okay, so work Monday, work Tuesday. Monday was, eh, Tuesday was a little bit... They went by pretty fast, which, which I like. I think when everybody was there, but now that we lost a person, we're going to have to get another person trained. Oh, and some more people are trickling into the fucking office, which is annoying as fuck to me because I don't... I don't like motherfuckers being up in my grill and shit, but whatever. More crowded doesn't make it more fun for me. It makes it less fun, but whatever. And I still get to eat in this own little room that I have there, not not in the break room. And I watched the new episode of What We Do in the Shadows, so I'm pretty happy. I got to catch up on either Lark any What We Do in the Shadows. No, I think I'll watch Daisy of Love at work, which is embarrassing, but I'll do that. And then catch up on Married with Children. I haven't been watching Disney Plus, but whatever. So little time. So the drive. So works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday morning I wake up early earlier than usual, get everything ready. I had most everything ready. I only took a backpack and a little cooler. And snacks and shit, water. Here's the thing, like, don't drink too much water, don't drink too much stuff, like, right before you're gonna leave, take off on the road. But anyway, so my BFF, she planned to go with me to set up the rental, get the discount and shit, get the car, so I got the car. She left my car at her dealership overnight, which was cool. Protected, and then when I came back, she just dropped it off and then took a shuttle back to her dealership where she works which was cool that that saved a lot of a lot of trouble except for i lost one of my gibbets i lost the kiss gibbets off my crocs oh also after i picked up the car the rental then the nissan which wasn't too bad it was for two days less than 100 bucks but anyway and i only had it for one day but i couldn't get the refund for the second day fuckers so for one day it was still pretty pretty good but anyway so I get all my stuff in the rental, which is a Nissan Sentra 2021 or whatever. And I'll always take a neck pillow, I'll always take a, a butt pillow, which made it easier. It was pretty comfortable. But anyway, I get all my stuff. I had some, my shoes in the, the back of the trunk, but guess what? I fucking left them. So my BFF left with all my shoes in the trunk. So the only shoes I had were shower shoes and Crocs. So I literally took a, a road trip wearing my Crocs. And I went to the Black Dahlia murder show in my Crocs. Of course, I took all the gibbets off because I didn't want to lose one. But yeah, I fucking went to a mental show wearing Crocs, and I was the only person there in Crocs. Nobody really cared. I mean, motherfuckers were wearing some scandalous shit, like some tall, hairy white dudes in cut-off fucking shorts. And when I mean cut-off, it's like you almost could have seen something that you don't want to see. But it's 2021, so nobody really judged. So it took me about five hours to get there. I only stopped once from here to there at Texas Canyon to use the facilities. It took me less than a couple minutes, and then I drove off. I was on my way. Got to Mesa, Arizona in a little bit before 4. So check-in was at 3. I got there about a half hour, 45 minutes after I made it. Even though there was a little bit of traffic, a little bit of rush hour traffic, I made it. The show and everything was close by. Downtown was close by in and out was close by, so I might have napped for a little bit, taken a shower. I, I met the Airbnb people. The dude is like, we forgot our, our cereal. We're next door. So they weren't next door. They were right... Well, their room was right next to mine, obviously, and it's a shared bathroom, but, you know, it didn't destroy their bathroom. And... Their Airbnb rules were kind of picky. They are like, if anything's missing or whatever, we'll charge you. If there's a mess, we'll charge you. If you bring pets, kids, if you smoke, vape, there's a charge. So I was like, I'm not going to be here too much anyway. So I got there, showered, napped, got up, got ready, left. First stop was In-N-Out. And then from In-N-Out, went to the show. I guess it was kind of a bitch. It wasn't that long to get checked for your vaccine card and shit. But the show had already started i'm wearing crocs i go inside i check it out i go downstairs there's a basement where the merch is i go and check out the merch is in, is in. too cool all i got was a huge decal and a patch the shirts they weren't that cool there's better shirts online but i'm not going to spend money on that right now the patch is worth it the decal was worth it and uh it was a verminous patch so i'm gonna have to put it on my vest eventually which I forgot. I had a four-color vest. I was supposed to sell some some swag to get some money, but I decided not to yet, or maybe not at all. I'm not that destitute, but um. so yeah. After that, I kind of go outside, like, their switching band that's still been. So it's called the Nile Theater in Mesa, Arizona. There's, like, a coffee. It's, like, a coffee house in front, and then the back is a venue, and then the basement. There's, like, another bar or some shit, but in the morning, it's a coffee house at night it's like a whole warehouse but it's cool so anyway it's still a while before the last band so i decide to go to the sam's club before they close out there and it was pretty close i got gas saw a pretty girl putting gas on the pump next next to me she's driving like a little i guess maybe 90s late 90s or whatever 2000 mustang like those old ones maybe late 80s mustang and that was fun. I mean, I said hi as I was walking by, and she was putting gas, and she said hi, and that was it. I was not like, creeping shit. Jesus Christ. But anyway, got gas at Sam's Club, drove back, and I think that was the only time I, I put gas. I only filled up twice the whole time. Like, So you can drive on a car that has good enough mileage. You can drive from El Paso to Mesa on one tank of gas and still have gas left over to cruise around there. And then if you fill up again from Mesa to El Paso, one tank of gas. And from Mesa to El Paso, I didn't stop once, really. I didn't, like, I ate and stuff, and I ate on the way, but I didn't really have to stop to use the facilities because I was like, I just want to get here. I just want to get here. Not because I wanted to go to work the next day. No, I had Thursday and Friday off. And then, of course, yesterday and today. I just wanted to fucking get home. Oh, by the way, when I was gassing up before I left here, like, after the dealership, and I realized I lost, left my shoes in the trunk of my car, I went to the Sam's here and I filled up, but I was like kind of parked on a little too far from the pump. So I had to pull the pump handle and it was upside down and I left it filling and the automatic shutoff clicker didn't, didn't shut off. So the tank was full and some of the gas <laughs> leaked, not a lot, but it started to grow. So it was like squeaking a little and I just missed my Crocs getting fucking splashed with gas with the gibbets on. So I, I moved ahead of time. I fucking Kung food it. I moved my feet, avoided it. So that was me driving up to fucking Mesa with extra gas. So like I guess that helped a lot too. Also, gas was pretty cheap here. And I think it was pretty cheap in Sam's, in Mesa too. And I took the Anthony Gap, if you know what that is. But I didn't take it on the way back. I don't remember why. I ended up taking Trans Mountain, but I should have taken the Gap. And they fucking left the navigation do it for me. I should have fucking the Anthony gap was like before you get to the fucking trans mountain thing. So that was my bad, but I still made good time. Still went to Sam's. Oh, and when I got back, I went to Sam's. I got gas. I should have gotten some gum or something, but instead I just got a piece of pizza and a drink. And that's all I had. when I came back, cause that plus spaghetti and I did laundry and I showered and I wore my mask and disinfected and made sure. So, that was my trip for the week tomorrow I mean tonight Extreme Rules Wrestling Venom later I've been getting into uh, Midnight Mass Midnight Mass is pretty good watch that Mike Flanagan not gonna spoil it and until next time yes I am back don't fucking tell me when you're gonna unfollow me get your booster shots wash your hands wash your ass I don't care what you heard about me if you're gonna unfollow me fine I don't wanna hear about it if you're gonna leave the fandom just leave it I don't need a big announcement. There's no subtlety left in people. Like, if you're just going to do something, just do it. Don't fucking announce it. Nobody needs to know. Like, if I disappear again, nobody's going to know, but I'm still here. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening. This is El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. Bar none. Fuck SoundCloud. Fuck Target. I love you guys. And I'll be back next week. Al rato, vatos. Laters. Orale,